ready? Yep. Do you have a theme? Uh, I do have a theme song. Um, but if you want to do your own little thing, you can. <laughs> I don't want to ruin your theme. No, no, no. It's fine. I. This is like the most casual thing I do. Like. I don't want to ruin your theme song. <laughs> I'm not like. I'll bring it out later. We'll, we'll talk, okay, we'll fine. talk about it. Fair. Speaker person Veronica Tyler Christie, sometimes V, and here with me is the handsome Jonathan Weiser. Here's the five dollars for that one. <laughs> he also wants to be called a Renaissance man, uh-huh. um, but he's also an aspiring director and animator. That's so right. uh, it looks like you just came back from Ventura. I want to kind of get into what you were doing there. Yeah, um, I was in uh, Ventura. I'm from Ventura originally. I grew up around there. And um, I was just going home for two days, ended up being more like three, um, to see another podcast, Harmontown. Um, I got to get my five bucks from them for plugging <laughs> that. Um, and then uh, directly after that, I actually won a contest on Twitter for an animation I did. Oh, uh, That got me tickets to the premiere of Disenchantment, which is Matt Groening's new show. Awesome. And that's what I was doing down there. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I didn't realize you won tickets there. Yeah. No, you sent me the link for Disenchantment. Mm-hmm. I kind of skimmed over it. Um, can you kind of elaborate what that's about? Oh yeah, Disenchantment. It's uh, it, again, like I said, Matt Matt Groening, who's creative uh, Simpsons and Futurama and all that, all those shows. It's his new show on Netflix, which um, starts Friday, mm-hmm. so you can see it Friday. Um, and it basically looks like he's jumping on the D and D hype train because like it's a mystical thing with like a dwarf and an elf and a blah blah blah. blah. But yeah, it was it was really really fun and um, I got to meet like some of my heroes. I I got to meet Billy West and uh, who does the voice of Fry on Futurama and um, uh, Stimpy on Red and Stimpy. And what? All that stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. I G I G Red that guy. He's, he's <laughs> unbelievable. Um, and he was incredibly kind, which was. Uh, a little surprising because I feel like like in LA it's it's like, you know, I it's fast paced in LA yeah. and there might be a little bit of an ego. Of course, um, yeah, but I didn't I didn't pick, you meet. yeah I didn't pick that up from him. It was more just very genuine, enjoying the party, all that good stuff. Did that show Ren and Stippy? I grew up with that show. <laughs> Stippy, you eat. I can't believe that show was approved for as a child. So. Yeah, yeah. Crick Felucci got got away with a lot of stuff right here, um, and he's obviously he's under some pressure right now because of the allegations of this and that. But oh, really? Do you know about this? No, I don't. Yeah, he he's on he's on now the longer and longer list of of sexual misconduct in the workplace, oh, deal, which is super unfortunate, especially when it's like uh, some of your heroes and stuff. You're just like, God damn, man, keep it in your pants. Yeah, I think like with all of the Harvey Weinstein yeah. and then Bill Cosby mm-hmm. and uh, who else? Woody Allen. Yeah. Like at the moment that those Louis guys. C.K. Yeah, Louis C.K. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a tough one for me. Yeah, it was a tough one for everyone. It, it's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, because of me being a woman, like. Oh, you're a woman. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I identify as a woman, right? Uh, just being. I like, didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just. 
it just sucks when you see all these people get like caught, but at the same time, it, it's setting the example. It's progress. And it's yeah. the standard now. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's too bad. Um, so that was dark. <laughs> um, We're so... going to a really dark place tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of dark places, it's like 10 p.m. It is. You, I think you win as having the latest recorded episode. This is my peak time, man. This is... <laughs> but I'm an artist. I don't, I don't usually wake up until in the morning. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you, mean you is... don't wake up at three p.m. I, in the afternoon. I don't. I, let's not say that. <laughs> no, it's been a while since I've done that one. Okay. I'm a very, very uh, nine to noon or nine to midnight type person so okay. I wake up around nine and I go to bed at, at midnight ish that's fair yeah I I can't like well actually today's a good day I've had a weird sleeping schedule I was a little late but I think that's in like correlation with my shifts changing at my mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. so um now I get to stay up later yeah and I can wake up later which is nice yep. or I can take my time in the morning Hell instead yeah. of like waking up and like, oh where's all my shit I need to <laughs> I need to roll up it okay I need to go to my car and just start driving <laughs> uh, yeah now I can take my time and eat breakfast and... that's important <laughs> eating breakfast people don't appreciate it enough and I'm one of the people that doesn't appreciate it enough but when I do have time in the morning which is not super often I love to just be like, all right, it's going to be some toast and eggs and uh, fucking jam. And if I have time, I'll actually make batter and do pancakes and stuff. Oh, so, yeah. No, um, I, I miss breakfast a lot. I actually, I used to, I used to. I wonder to, what he's up to. I wonder, I know. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, since you're more of like more, more ambiguous guests, whereas I kind of know more about my guests that I have before you are actually more of like I'm gonna ask you questions and this is like the first time I'm gonna actually try and get to know you. That's true. So this it's is our first of, date. It's our first date. Yeah, it's the date version of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's our dating line. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's talk. It says more. here on your Tinder profile. <laughs> it's, let's see if I swipe left or right, mm. or it's super like. I guess there's <gasps> super likes now, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a real honor to get a super like. <laughs> okay, questions. Yeah, please. Start. <laughs> so. Tell everybody what you do. What's your main... Oh, okay, yes. Um, what do I do? That's a great question. Um, I am currently a full-time student at San Jose State University for animation and illustration. Um, my ultimate goal is to direct animated films, um, along with maybe some live-action ones, but I've had this pull to animation for a very long time, and it's just something I've always been interested in doing, and... Animated films are some of the more ambitious ones that you can really, like, dive into the story without, like, worrying about, oh, what actor are we going to get? Or, like, like how, how are we going to film this? Like, it doesn't matter, because with animation you can do anything, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Um, so, and basically, you can basically have... I said basically two times a row. <laughs> You're fine. Um, you can have... Uh, like, you can cut that out. Um, <laughs> uh you can have the environment and the characters and the, the visuals, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just do nothing but add to the story. Okay. So it really, like, bulks it up, so it's, like, mega story. And, okay, I so... I don't know, I think it's great. What's your process of developing a story? Do you, um, what's your, kind of, like, your main motivation, or what kind of gets your creative processes going when you're 
begin a project, just any project. Sure. Um, well, obviously it starts with an idea. Mm-hmm. You gotta have an idea. Um, sometimes my ideas are full stories and it's like, oh, I just need to beat this out and figure it out. Um, when I say beat this out, I don't mean like hit it. I mean like, <laughs> like you're, you're a musician, right? Yeah. So, so it's like, it's just like getting the beats down, like where are the main right. uh, uh, rises and falls and all that stuff. But other times, like today in the car, actually, I was just, I was driving um, up here and uh, it was sunset and it was just gorgeous. And like, I was thinking, I want to do an animation of just kind of this. But I don't want a story with it because I don't want to like attach a whole story. I just kind of want to do a visual thing, and so I'll do that too, and it'll be real quick. So, uh, yeah, my ideas often come from life, most of the time, um, and then yeah, I'll just um, take the next steps depending on what it is. If it's if it's like a digital painting, I can usually get started right away and just jump on board. If it's a story, uh, I usually have to have a, a physical notebook with me and kind of. Um, write down all the big beats and and um, kind of start describing characters a little bit and go through it. Um, with anything else, it's yeah. I, I feel like a lot of artists talk about how you know that the blank canvas is the most frightening thing, mm-hmm. and um, I don't really see it that way um, because my biggest um, thing is that. I have no problem starting stuff. I just hard to finish it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what it is for me. That's it's like it. following <laughs> following through, which is which is what I think a lot of people, including myself, um, struggle with. Yeah, um, I can relate to that. I I'm always asked to um, commission, you know, big band charts, and they're like, oh, we really want you to make an original. I'm like, ooh, originals are a little bit hard to like. To sketch out then like an arrangement because an arrangement is always like a kind of like a spin off of, an, of sure. another chart um, but where it's like original it's like okay I need a beginning I need an, I need a ending I need like how to split up what recurs and what doesn't like it's and then like once you're getting into it and then once you get to the hard part you're like shit <laughs> yeah. you sit there on it and you're like I don't know if I exactly. can finish this so a uh, one month project can turn into six <laughs> absolutely I mean like like that's that's what happened with this film that I'm directing right now it's like I had a lot of hopes for like getting it very close to being finished by summer so three months I'm like it's a very short film mm-hmm. it's it's three minutes so I'm like we can do a minute a month that's fine if we have enough people and we did and I thought I did and there's just so much more that goes into like making films and and working with with people especially when you're not paying them which is always tricky yeah. um and yeah we we i'm not where i want to be in the project but <laughs> i just got to be okay with that for now if you look forward you you'll you'll get it uh so let's actually talk about any completed projects that you sure yeah that you've done like so you just talked about doing that you at you just talked about uh, winning a contest. Yes. I know. Context. Contest. Contest <laughs> in the context of the contest. You just won a contest yes. on Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, and this was in the appeal of, I'm sorry, you said Dan Harmon? Or no, this was... is this is um, Netflix's thing. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that was a completed project. What was that one mostly oh, about? Yeah, so uh, the contest was basically a scavenger hunt. And what you were supposed to do is find or get seven items, which are um, 
don't have it with me, but uh, it doesn't matter. It's a bit, it's an audio <laughs> podcast. Here, look, everyone. Um, so it was like a horse, a sword, a crown, um, mm-hmm. a mythical creature, something by Magrating, and um, how many is that? Anyway, so it's it's a bunch of things. Okay. And I saw the little contest on Twitter. I woke up at at nine when they posted it, and I, I looked at the thing on Twitter and I was like, "Oh, that's cool! You get to win tickets to the premiere." Too bad I don't have any of those things. Mm-hmm. I don't have any. I mean, like, not really, you know. Um, but I'm like, but I'm an animator. <laughs> so I can draw those things. Mm-hmm. So I did a 28-second animation. I worked eight hours straight from nine to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine to five. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I, I did a, a one-work day. <laughs> and I did a really rough uh, animated thing through to get us some backgrounds, did some recording of voiceover stuff, and... Uh, I put it up and yeah, I won and it was or won one of one of ten slots, mm-hmm. which was really really cool. I took my younger brother and it was it was a blast. So that that is a semi finished video. Um, if we want to talk about other finished things, I've always been uh, either working by myself or like with a crew. Mm-hmm. I've not. This is the first couple. These these past few years has been like the first time I've really put myself in a leadership position mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, let's do this and we'll do it my way, <laughs> which I'm not complaining about. <laughs> um, but what was my point with that? I, I had a point. Um, I worked for a little bit with this company called hitrecord.org. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with it? Um, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt's um, okay. production company website thing. Um, and, uh, they did a TV show for two seasons. Uh, yeah, I don't think they did a season three. Um, but I worked on both seasons, way more season one than season two, but I oh, definitely, wow. definitely worked. It wasn't like an in-office job. Mm-hmm. If you look up, um, check out hitrecord.org, it's, uh, hitrecord.org, yeah, just going to Um, <laughs> you want to be more clear? <laughs> <laughs> that's five more bucks he owes me. Um... <laughs> So I'll just bleep it all yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, check out the website. <laughs> um, no, but no, it was really fun. It's an open collaborative thing. So basically, like, if they're working on something, they're like, hey, we need someone to do this. And then a whole bunch of people submit. And then they're like, hey, we like this one and this one. And then the rest can fuck off, which kind of sucks. But, like, you know, can I curse on this? That's <laughs> um, But, um, yeah, the first season... Won an Emmy. Ooh. So I have a participatory Emmy because of that. Go. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Um, and I'm not shy about putting that on my resume. <laughs> no. If, if that's what you did, that's that's what you're going to put on it's there. It's on my IMDb, so there. <laughs> no, any chance you have something that you were legit a part of, you were like something that was like, oh, I was kind of part of. No, no, that I was like, yeah. you were there for it? I was in the credits, I was at the shoots, all of it, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fucking dope. Um, dope F. Dope, yeah, yeah. Fuck, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like speechless because again... You're sitting just... in the <laughs> tiny studio of uh, an Emmy Award winning uh, celebrity. I hate that. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> celebriton. Debut today. You must have more. You must have more. Okay. What you got for me? All right. So with 
animation and directing, how did you, how young were you when you decided to do this? Um, what, what was your main medium growing up? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. Like, I don't know. I, I me as a kid, I guess to put in an anecdote is, um, I used to, I'm mostly a musician, but what do you play? I play bass trombone. Nice. Yeah, my bass trombone player. Sweet. Uh, but I also do a little bit of vocals, and nice. I, I play some piano. But I learned piano in college. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, as a kid, I actually, I mean, I did go to church a lot, so like listening to the choir and singing all the instruments. Um, but I also, that wasn't my only thing that I was into. I was actually really into drawing yeah. anime. Mm-hmm. But I used to draw anime a lot. Now nice. that kind of like simmered out as I got older, but... Um, I know a lot of uh, people I know who get started with art, like they have some type of visual and performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for foundation. the listeners, she's wearing uh, a, a giant blue wig right now. What is, that? <laughs> <laughs> is it like my Miku? Miku yeah, the Miku. Wig. Yeah, that, I I thought it was Miku, but I'm like, oh, I'm gonna look like a da- dumbass if I say the wrong name. Um, sorry, go on. I'm crying. <laughs> she, she is for the listeners. She is weeping. Um, she's ruffling, but. Not laughing. I do not want that. Anyway. <laughs> um, so anyway, what was your foundation kind of growing up? Sure. Um, <laughs> is what I'm trying to ask. Oddly enough, I've always done animation. Okay. I used to animate on an 8mm camera doing stop motion stuff. Oh, okay. And the way you do that with an 8mm camera is you go record, unrecord. <laughs> <laughs> and you do that really fast. So like... And you just keep, and then you move the thing, and you go, and you move the thing, and you go, and you move the thing, oh and God. you do that a whole lot. Is that and, what Robot Chicken was mostly? So that's the style that Robot Chicken is in, yeah. um, except there's tons of software to do stop motion now, and it's mm-hmm. you can probably get a free one um, and just do it on your phone now, which is fantastic. Um, so that's how I started. I, I always drew, ever since I could, mm-hmm. ever since I had a pencil in my hand. <laughs> Um, yeah, I always, always drew, um, me and my friends in, like, elementary school and stuff would, would, like, get those, like, like, one of these, like, a big giant pad of paper, and we just fill it with just doodles and scribbles and all that stuff, and, Mm -hmm. yeah, so, so visual art has always been a thing for me, um, then I dove head first, like, around when I was 13, I dove head first into theater, Mm -hmm. and I did musical theater for, like, 10 years straight. Oh, wow. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I drew the entire time while that was happening, but like, <laughs> but like a big thing was like, oh, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be a performer. And just like growing up near LA and just seeing everybody go for it and go for it and go for it. And you're like, maybe I'll do that one day. And I even did central casting for a little bit. I was, I did some extras for, I was on uh, episode one, season three of two broke girls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um which is true. Um, but, like, I realized that I didn't want to run in that race anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be one of the thousands and thousands of actors in Hollywood going to auditions every day and fucking breaking my back for an industry that doesn't give a fuck about me. Mm-hmm. You know? And the chances of being successful that way is so slim little to slim that it's just kind of like and you're doing someone else's work you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I get that an actor is like I get to play different parts but it's like as a visual artist as somebody wants to direct and write and all that stuff um, 
you have that creative control and you, that's something you always fall back on like as an actor the thing you fall back on is like oh community theater or something you know what mm-hmm. I mean it's just like you either make it or you don't and you're just another one of the crowd which is a little sad and not something I wanted to do mm-hmm. so I gave up uh, acting when I was in junior college uh, mainly because I didn't pay the bills mm-hmm. and uh, thanks to a couple um, mentors at my junior college they all encouraged me they said hey even if you don't go you should still apply for universities mm-hmm. um, because you should be set up for your next step regardless if you're going to take it or not and I did and I got into a lot of them and uh, I chose the one that was further as far as where as far away from where <laughs> I lived as possible <laughs> um, and I, I'm so glad I did I, I, I'm in love with the Bay Area um, and yeah it's it's my definitely the closest I've felt to like actually being home mm-hmm. has been here yeah um Home is where the heart is, you know? <laughs> My heart's in the bay. Yeah, no, that's... Wow. That was heavy. <laughs> Sometimes Paid for by the city council of San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I... Well, I'm not actually that far away. I'm from Monterey, so it's like an hour and a mm-hmm. half. But you said you had like a five-hour drive. A, yeah, I drove five hours today. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I just, uh, to the listeners, <laughs> I just gave a little thumbs up and a wink to that little soundtrack there. You guys don't understand how nervous he's making me. It's really awful. It's because I'm more charismatic than her. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like laughing and it took me like five times to start. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. No, I'm not ready. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready now. All right, let's go. We're going to do it. And then she wasn't. No, and then she's, I'm not. And she's and still, still not ready. I'm still not ready. I told him 15 minutes in that I'd be fine, and I'm not. <laughs> wow. Um, no, this is... <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun. It's just because I'm so handsome. <laughs> I can't look at him in the face. It's actually awful. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, t- let's talk about a couple of your previous shows that you had. Sure. Um, one of them that you invited me out to, but... I she didn't go to it. I didn't go no, to it. It's no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not, a, I'm not mad or anything. It's this fine. This is such a public flirt. <laughs> <laughs> this is... I'm just going to, like, pause it and just, like, sorry for the disturbance. You know, like, this is where you can do the ad for MeUndies or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of, like, the emergency broadcast. Like, you know, it's like a multi, like, color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got a little picture of you with a wrench. <laughs> That's so special. There's yeah. visuals, so yeah. go to YouTube. <laughs> exactly. The tube, the one and only. Oh my god. Yeah, so we had a show. I didn't go. I had rehearsal with uh, 7th Street. Um, self-promotion, my bad, even though it's about you. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not mad. <laughs> um, how did that go? What was it your... was It was cool. Um, so this is, uh, this is a traveling art show that I did. It's the third time I've done this one. It's called, um, it's got a really silly name. It's called Pancakes and Booze. Um, and their whole deal is that you come and you show art and you drink and you get free pancakes. That's like the whole... See, breakfast is important. It is, even in, in like midnight. <laughs> um, so that was fun. I've done it before. I didn't actually sell any of my hanging art. Um, but I've learned there's a... <laughs> if you're sneaky enough and if you get in with the, with the crew... 
you can kind of get yourself a little table and I set up um, and I've been doing I did this for the past two set up a portrait booth so I'll do people's portraits it takes about five minutes and I charge ten bucks a pop so it clears the hanging fee and gets me a little cash in the pocket so okay. it's, it's basically like you it rounds out like a night's worth of tips if you know if you know what working in a restaurant's like mm-hmm. um, well does four days of working in a restaurant no. <laughs> no not really okay um, but anyway yeah um so it's fun and, and you get to meet some really cool people and it's just it was a, it was a blast um i had an assistant this time which was a co-worker of mine it was really nice to have her there kind of looking after the art um, but she said, she said, the DJ sucks. <laughs> and it's funny cause I don't pay attention to that stuff. Anytime it's like a DJ, I'm just kind of like, unless it's like very specific, I don't even clue into it because I'm like, it's just beats for me, man. It's, you know, <laughs> and you're just like, cool. It just turns into background. It, it's just it's background supposed noise. to be ignored. Yeah. Is it really? Why do people come out to see DJs then? Well, was the DJ like What's up, don't look at me! <laughs> <laughs> was he like, one of, was he on a stage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I know there's been like some gigs that I've seen, like a DJ's just there and he's just chilling. And it's usually a he. Boats and hoes. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, up next, up next, up next. And it's like, okay, alright. I And I just ignore him. Unless it's like a friend of mine, then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm here to support you, bro. But if it's like some rando DJ that I don't know and is barely getting by just kind of going through a playlist. Rando DJ is my DJ name. Really? No. <laughs> I'm like, you could do that. I don't, I don't have a, a DJ name. I do. I have a hip-hop name, though, like, if yeah. I ever do, like, freestyle rapping. You rap? No. <laughs> if I ever do, though, I have a name for it. Yeah. It's J-Dubs. J-Dubs. Yeah, okay. Like, like, John W., Jonathan Weiser, John, mm-hmm. John W. John, John W. So, John Dubs. Okay. And, yeah. Not J-Wise. I kind of like that one better. I know a guy named Josh Wise, so, like, <laughs> it's too close. Okay. That was one of my favorite meetings of meeting anybody in my life, because he went up to me and he said, hey, I'm Josh Wise, and I said, Jonathan Weiser, and it was just like, oh, my job, oh. Find any wisest? Not yet, um, okay. um, and I doubt I will, because you're looking at him. Wow. No, I'm just um, do you want more water? Or uh, sure. Yeah, this is true. Do you want a juice box? No, I'm good. A little juice box. Is that from Ikea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are delicious. This is the lingonberry juice. I can't not get these. They're so good. I'm going to have one. Do it. Do your thing. You sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, crap. Oh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> For the listeners, she dropped the, dropped the, the juice I box that I so generously gave her. Oh, we got a cup. Every time I go to Ikea, it's usually... It's just it's, for the meatballs, right? It's usually for the meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. I, I do the same thing. Wow. Do you want to cheers the cheers, juice boxes? Yeah, cheers the juice Blonk. boxes. <laughs> Some of these are so tasty. Yeah. <laughs> it just tastes like cranberry juice. Yeah. It's, it's yummy. Spike it with some vodka. Mm. I don't have vodka. But. <laughs> it's fine. I actually don't like drinking clear liquor. It's terrible. I get a headache. It doesn't matter what it is. I just get mm. a headache. All right. Good to well, know. Yeah. Good. Good intermission. <laughs> um. So. 
Let's talk about, so when I actually met you, did tell, you told me that you did music first. I did do music for a very long time. I started playing guitar when I was 16. This was while I was still doing musical theater. And yeah, I was like, I had a little band in high school and stuff. And like, I literally I was... thought we were just going to talk about music this whole time. Oh, okay. Because um, everybody else has been a music guest. Well, we can talk about music. I, I like I like music a lot. I'm holding a guitar in my He's hand right now. He's breaking my rules. I'm breaking all the rules. Um, um, yeah, no. Like, I met you at a game night, which we will talk about in a yeah. little bit. Um, and when you're like, oh, yeah, I'm a musician, and I do animation. I was like, just oh, trying okay. to get on the podcast. I was so... so <laughs> 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 you're like, oh, you're, you're interviewing Jonathan? Well, why don't you interview this Jonathan? Yeah. <laughs> um... Looks like you want to play. No, some no, no! I'm just doing background. Yeah, you can. Just ad lib some background. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is what he told me that he actually does. He, I didn't know about the Emmy. I didn't know about the storyboarding. I had no clue about the uh, that he did heavy duty art. I wouldn't call it heavy duty art. I'm gonna call it heavy duty <laughs> art. It's so disrespectful. I'll stop. I had no clue about the directing either. So yeah, that's cool. the ultimate passion. That's, that's what I want to do, ultimately. Um, so, yeah, I did music for a while. Um, let me see. What's the highlight of my music career? Um, I used to do open mics a lot here at Cafe Frascati in San Jose. Okay. Um, that's a nice spot to do it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and that was actually how I started started making friends when I moved here, because I didn't know anybody. I'm like, oh, i got to find an open mic. That's the, that's the way to meet people. Mm-hmm. And it actually worked surprisingly well. Um, gosh. Uh, I haven't ever gotten really, really far with music. Um, all how, about, go ahead. Sorry, how do you think it applies towards your, your, your animation career? Well, I actually, I think it's good. I, I like having a music background mm-hmm. because it, it opens you up to something that is often ignored in animation, which mm-hmm. is the sound mix. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the most disappointing things where you're like, wow, this film is visually stunning, mm-hmm. but I hate the music, I hate the, the, the foley, I hate all of this, you know, hate's a strong word, but, um, or it's not good, you know, and it's cool, like that video we were talking about earlier for the, for the disenchantment thing, mm-hmm. you know, I did a quick music track on it, I recorded voiceover for it, and it was clean, I did it on my phone, but it was fucking clean. And that makes the difference, mm-hmm. you know? Because if you have... It's half the movie, man. <laughs> it's half the movie. You should yeah. care about it. And I, 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 whenever people get asked me for crits, like on their movies or, or uh, animations or something... What did you call it? Crits? Crits, like, uh, like a criticism. Oh, okay. Um, constructive right. criticism. Right. And it's always asked for, and I'm always incredibly um, respectful about it. Um, you know, like... Uh, my friend Andrew Boring, uh, who's a filmmaker in Los Angeles, um, sent me his most recent film, and I took notes on it, and then I messaged him, and I always, I do this with my friends, because I, I, I hate hurting feelings. I go, alright, I have notes for you. Do you want just what I liked, or do you want all of it? Mm-hmm. You know? And he goes, give it to me, all. and then and then I'll go ahead with it. But, you know, like, because some people truly just want to say what's working. Right. You know? And then they move on. Like, I I had a similar thing, like, uh, with my dad. I, I wrote a script this last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my first feature-length script. And 
very happy with it. Um, and I showed it to my dad. I emailed it to my dad, and I said, hey, I know you like to criticize things <laughs> without anybody asking for it, um, so I'm asking you really specifically, please don't criticize this. I just want to know what you liked about it. I want to know I want to know what you felt about it more, less, less of like, oh, you should fix this and this and this and this. And he's my dad, so he ignored me, but, um, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but, but that's what I'm trying to say is like, is like some people don't need that right away right. or at all sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, my experience, I need it. Yeah. I need it. I, I'm very much so like if I write it, a chart, mm-hmm. if I write anything mm-hmm. and someone plays and I'm like, how'd it go? Oh, it was good, man. No, no, don't tell me it was good, man. Cause yeah. that's what, that's what musicians say. Yeah. Like, that's, oh, man, it was that's, good. Uh, no, tell me what needs to be improved. Like, exactly. I, I know I'm a shite, like, mm-hmm. I shit on uh, writing rhythm section parts. Like, I don't know how to write guitar parts for all, my dear life. All I do is I write, like, if you ever seen, like, a, a chart for guitar for jazz music, it's always staff, dash, 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 and the chord symbols, right? Huh. And for okay. most for most guitars, they're like, okay, if it's like a standard swing, like they don't need anything else but that. Mm. But if it's like more something more complex, they need like the rhythm yeah, of course. Um, specifications and whatnot. Um, but one time my guitarist told me like, it was fine. I'm like, no, you're fucking lying to me. Tell me. Yeah. And so that way, you know, people can Transparency. learn how to grow. It's important. And learning how to grow and educate yourself, you know, like there's so much in school what your professors tell you. Um, that you should actually listen to. But also, it's really <laughs> important to listen to those who are in your surrounding area because uh-huh. you might end up, you know, collaborating with yeah, them your, your peers all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Really important. These are really fucking good. Yeah, I told you. But it's 10% juice. I know. <laughs> I don't care. I like sugar rushes. I'm a little, I'm a little wiener when it comes to that kind of stuff. I, I saw this great... Um, meme. I think it was the guy from Pawn Stars or whatever. Who's the guy with like the big giant handlebar mustache? He's on TV. I think it's Was Pawn he Stars. memed? Like yeah, him he, and his like son or whatever. Yeah, like, it's the coffee thing. Yeah. Did you yeah. see this? It's so if you ever get visuals on this, put this up now because it's so fucking funny. It's like he just the the son is like, real men drink their coffee black and then this huge butch guy was like, I like cream and sugar in my coffee. It doesn't change my masculinity. <laughs> It's like the funniest fucking thing on the face of the planet. And, but I, I mean, I, I relate with the guy because, like, I'm always the guy that's like, hey, can I get a coffee with almond milk and sugar? And <laughs> just mix it in, please. You know, um... I'm always black coffee. And then see, I, I don't and then get I, it. It's and then I put gross. in, like, a little bit of cream, but then there's, like, zero sugar. Mm. It's gross. Yeah, it's gross. Okay, you're, that's your criticism. You're, you're, I'm taking it, but I'm not going to improve. Your, your opinion is gross. <laughs> um, no, just well, your opinion is sissy, so oh! what do you want from that? <laughs> just because I enjoy flavor! <laughs> no, I, um, I'm exaggerating a little bit. I don't, I don't take my coffee super, super sugary. It's, it's, it's a good balance. Dessert in a cup. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah. Tizzic chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what Starbucks is. Yep, that's true. I'm gonna bleep out Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that corp- corporate sponsor. Um, well, they've been doing okay. Mm-hmm. Like as in this new upstarting company. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, where were we? <laughs> you were asking me um, what my sign was. I don't remember. Yeah, what is your sign? 
I'm a Pisces. Pisces? Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Aries. Nice. Always angry. God of War. Mars. Yeah, God of War. Mm-hmm. Kratos. Kratos, that's right. You played God of War? I have played it once. Okay. I don't have a system as you can... I don't even have a TV in You're here, fine. as you can see. Bay Area Living. I live in a box by the by the bay. <laughs> I'm in the bay, bay box. Bay, bay box. Bay box. This is a bay box. We'll call this is this the new name for my apartment is the Bay Box. <laughs> it's not like a man cave, it's a Bay Box. It's really a Bay Box. Um fuck, what were we talking about? Um music a little bit and then Let's talk about gaming nights. Are you also Let's talk about love? That's <laughs> also a very strong word. Love? Yeah. yeah. You just sang that because you said that to me earlier. Hmm? You just saying that because you said that to me earlier. No, because you said you hate recording. is a strong word. That's no, true. Love is a strong word. No, no, you you were telling me how much you loved me earlier before you started recording. Remember? Is this a gaslight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just fucking. No, so speaking of sexual allegations. <laughs> uh, lo- local nobodies were arrested for. <laughs> I don't know, he just came off so genuine at first, and it was just gonna be an innocent interview. <laughs> so you know you know Jonathan Grothy. Grothy, yeah. Yeah. And then you go to his gaming nights on Tuesdays. I do. I didn't go this last Tuesday because I was in LA. Okay. But yes, usually most Tuesday. Um, do you also do his drunk on games? I have been on a couple episodes, yeah. Okay. Um t- two of them I've actually been drunk. One of them I have not. <laughs> I was just pretending. <laughs> Were you like the oh here's a cup here's my beverage? Yep. All right. Yeah. Let's no. Do this. <laughs> no. I super hammed it up too. I was like wow, and I looked straight in the camera and be like this whiskey is great, <laughs> and then drink my apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that at parties before. Like so I was like take a shot. I'm like yeah. Yeah. I'll take a shot, but I have to go check on a friend over here, and I leave that like friend group yeah. and they're like oh let's take a shot oh yeah but I have to go take a shot with those people and I leave that friend yeah. group to go a different friend group yeah. that was like that had not to black out in college that's one way to do it that's that's a good one um so uh, you like playing tabletop games yeah. it seems like okay. uh, actually you were the one who was explaining that one game to me I forgot the name of it but it reminded me of Artemis it was like three weeks ago four oh, weeks ago oh Captain is Dead yeah the one where you're on the spaceship right mm-hmm um, yeah, Artemis, which I've actually never played. I've always wanted to. I know you what it is. It? Oh, I've never so played it. I had to download it on my computer forever, but I didn't <laughs> have friends, so. Um, <laughs> that's the actual reality of it. Um, but, yeah, Captain is Dead is fantastic. It's basically a game where, as the title describes, it's like the Captain is Dead, and you're the remaining crew of a starship, like the USS Enterprise, and you have to kind of escape, which is super fun. Am I too far away? Uh, a little bit. I'll get closer and project more. <laughs> Hello, baby. Now you just clicked out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm, I'm too loud. <laughs> um, yeah, so what what got you into doing like tabletop gaming or being like well-versed in it? Like For me, tabletop gaming is just like really... I don't feel like I'm well versed in it at all. Cause I just, I Jonathan's like, or the other Jonathan's like, yeah, come over. I'll show you how to play everything. And like that one time you're showing me everything, I'm like, 
I hear words and you I know, hear instructions, but I won't know until it happens. That's I'm actually in the exact same boat. Um, I have to play the game, you know, because you can explain it to me 300 times and I'll be like, yep. And then, <laughs> and then we'll start playing. I'm like, okay, which one am I? You know, and like, like until you really get that ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, because you need, for me, I need it in context, you know. Mm-hmm. When somebody says, oh, then you roll the dice to do a damage check or whatever, you're going like, okay, what does any of that mean? (laughs) You know, but when you're there in the moment, you're like, oh, that's how you determine how much damage, blah, blah, blah. That's a stupid example. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, I got got invited to it one time by a friend, and from then on, I was like, yeah, I'm going to just keep coming to this. It's around the corner from my house, so it's like, yeah, yeah, super, super close. Yeah, John has been inviting me to this thing for years because I used to work with him so um it was just he's like yeah you need to come over I'm like dude I'm so tired and again my sleeping schedule was different so when I did go over the one time that I did I sat at the table and I was like nodding off yeah and I didn't want to be disrespectful because I know it's a good thing like it I love getting the community together and having everyone, like, play some, like, nerdy shit and then playing some games and doing whatever the fuck they want. But I was just sitting there like, oh, my God, I'm falling asleep. I want to be here, but I can't be here. I'm falling asleep. And I just look at Jonathan. I'm like, look, dude, I'm so sorry. He's like, why won't you stay? I'm like, I'm falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan's got that got a very strong personality for sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. But now I, I definitely want to go more. I've actually been inviting a lot of my friends yeah. to it and saying, like, hey, I wish I had a place to do tabletop talk. I'm like, I know a guy. I know a guy. Just go. Are you going to be there? I don't know. Just go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. What's your most, or not most, what's your favorite game that you've played there so far? Um. The game... We, we were on a streak for a while. We played Captain for, like, three weeks straight or okay. something. Because we wanted to be, like, the, the hardest difficulty on it. Because mm-hmm. like, different difficulties. Is that what um, they call, like, a campaign? Like, yeah, like, kind multiple, of. Yeah. Multiple weeks? Or that's that more like, like that's a D&D thing. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, I like that game a lot. It's super fun because it's, like, cooperative and you can just kind of, like, race to the finish. I've also been really enjoying this game called um, Betrayal... Uh, at the house on the hill, which is okay. like a horror survival game, which okay. is pretty fun. Which is funny because I'm not usually into that kind of stuff, but <laughs> this game is super fun and really well designed. Uh, another game that I really like there is this game called Star Realms. It's a card, uh, like a deck building game where you, you like fight another opponent with like the cards that you buy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Super fun. I don't know. I, I honestly like. I'm not an expert. Like so. <laughs> like I probably know a little more than you do about board games if if at all okay so maybe i'm like overhyping it's like he knows so much I don't, but in reality no, I'm, I'm just like what the fuck is happening no i've just played them a little bit okay fair. yeah excuse me no when jonathan first invited me over i'm like so we're gonna play like life monopoly. right <laughs> monopoly and he just glared at me yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. no that's not what's gonna happen <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man all right so I guess we're kind of getting towards the end of it. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I know, it's been such a drag. We've had to, like, stop a few times. No, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> so, um, do you, what's your favorite 
Actually, usually I talk about anime, but I think I'm just going to kind of leave it free verse for you. Mm. What's your favorite animation style? Animation style? Yeah. Um, uh, well, I, I'm a huge fan of traditional 2D. Um, uh, I think it's unfortunately a dying art, but when it's executed right, it's unbelievable. It's okay, fantastic. any examples? Over the Garden Wall, Cartoon Network. Yeah! Yeah, that was good. One of my apps, probably actually my favorite animated thing ever, really. Um, Pixar is like obviously right there with it, but mm-hmm. most most things from Pixar, aside from <coughs> the Cars uh, movies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Over the Garden Wall, for so many reasons, is a masterpiece to me. Um, the story is solid. It's ten episodes, and that's it, and it's perfect length. Um, the voice cast, the motherfucking voice cast. Elijah Wood, fucking, um, what is his name? Always Christopher Lloyd, is that his name? Yeah. Guy who played, um, Doc from Back to the Future, plays the woodsman. You're like, what? And then, like, um... Uh, one of the Pythons, it was a couple of the voices, John John Cleese, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, just the voice cast alone is, is enough of a reason to watch it, mm-hmm. um, but the animation is also stunning, it's also really, really well done, it's, it's really good 2D, and um, yeah, probably, no, that's my favorite thing. Okay, yeah, my, my old roommate actually, I watched the first episode, and nice. I, I acknowledge and I appreciate like the storyline just by watching the first episode mm-hmm. uh, the little brother figure I thought yeah. was really funny <laughs> haven't you been listening to me for the past hour I've been saying <laughs> 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 alright no that's awesome um, and then any other ones aside from that one that you want to kind of indulge in a little mm, bit what have I been watching lately Animation, let's see. I love Adventure Time. Yeah, that one's a good one. I know it's another Cartoon Network, but like, I'm up for an internship right now, so I'm like, I'll Cartoon Network it out right now. <laughs> um, and yeah, I love Adventure Time. It's just, it's another one of those things that it's just like, at first, when you start watching, like, the first and second season, you're kind of like, wow, this is wacky, you know, whatever, blah, blah, But then by season three, it, like, starts creating, like, these huge character arcs and story arcs, and you're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I want to know more. I cannot wait to know more. Who's the lich? Why is the year? All that stuff. And, like, <laughs> that's that's when that show gets gets exciting for me. Um, gosh, what else? Um, What's your thoughts on Steven Universe? I watched a little bit of Steven Universe. I actually was caught up at one point, and then I fell off the train and I didn't get back onto it. Okay. Um, not for any particular reason. I've just been busy. Uh, I've been meaning to watch it, but, mm-hmm. um, again, I've been kind of busy with my own stuff, and it's kind of lower on my priority list. Okay. Um, and then last one, I was thinking, I was just thinking about this just now, a uh, regular show? I watched regular show. Um, I don't think I watched the whole thing, but I watched enough of it. Um, I had a revelation about regular show because when I first watched it, I was like, "This is not good. I'm not laughing." You know, that was like my big complaint. It was like, "I'm. I don't. There's not a lot of like, oh, this is hysterical type jokes in it." But I was still compelled to watch it, and I realized 
oh, this show isn't meant to be, like, super ha-ha funny. It's more just to be like, look at these guys. <laughs> you know? Look at these guys doing doing stuff. Rigby, I don't want to move the chairs. Rigby. You know, like, all that stuff. And, and yeah, there are definitely some funny parts in it, but, like... Um, I, I did I did enjoy it and the, again the animation's fantastic on on that show. JG Quintel I think is the showrunner on that. Yeah, I think just for like Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network wise, like I think the last show that I was really involved with that feels like a recent thing, but I know is not was um, I think it was Cartoon Network. It was Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I watched a little bit of that. I didn't I didn't I didn't watch a lot of it. And for not again not for any particular yeah. reason. I just it's not like. There's so much media yeah. right now, it's hard yeah. to consume all of it, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, um, I, I don't know why I blanked so hard on this, but Rick and Morty okay. is m- one of my absolute favorite shows okay. for, for multiple reasons. Um, one, it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, Justin Roiland is a psychotic genius. <laughs> um, three, Dan Harmon is his drunk counterpart <laughs> um, genius. Uh, and though, yeah, that's, I mean, it's the trifecta and mm-hmm. like that they're, it's, it's phenomenal. I, I cannot wait for the next season. Okay. Um, but yeah, Rick and Morty is, is I love it. I, I watched, I binge watched it actually. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I mean with that show, it's, it's so sh- it's so short, so you can Yeah, do it you can just go from one you to the next yeah. one. But, um, I think what happened was, and I'm actually, I've always fallen victim to this, is where if something gets hyped up a little too much. Mm. Like, and if everyone kind of tells me all, like, yeah. the punchlines, yeah. like, I have a hard time staying involved. Yeah, I hear um, Like, the whole, like, what was it, the Saskatchewan sauce? The Saskatchewan sauce, like, yeah. yeah. I say sketch. <laughs> uh, I mean, um, like... That was upsetting, and then, like, the Mr. Mimsy or something like that, the blue dude. Like, oh, Mr. Meeseeks? Yeah. And that, I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That was a little bit ruined for me, but ju- it was only because I was surrounded by people who were just yeah, constantly talking about it. So it's really hard for me to watch. I mean, like that's why I don't watch Game of Thrones, for example, oh, is yeah. is because of the hype. I was yeah. just kind of like, I don't want to do this. A because of the hype, because I'm a giant hipster, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it before, or whatever, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, the hype kind of turned me off to it. Um, and also, I just knowing how long it is and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, if I get into this series, I will have zero life. So let's <laughs> let's try to retain that and watch something shorter. This is why I try to stay caught up. As I watch, watch like Friends and Star Trek: Next Generation and stuff. Okay, so Star like, Trek: Next Generation worth revisiting. Always, always worth Friends. revisiting. Okay, okay, Friends was an obligation. <laughs> I had never seen it. I had never seen it. Okay, so what's the obligation? <laughs> because, okay, here's the thing. I had these complaints. I'm like, why, why would anyone want to watch Friends? It's such a dumb show. Uh, and this is me that never watched an episode, right? And I remember a girl I worked with at the time goes like, no, no, you don't get it. Um, it's the sitcom. It's, it's the sitcom that, like, paved the way for all other sitcoms that you, like, know about it. Like, mm-hmm. Friends kind of did it quote-unquote did it first even though apparently there's other other shows prior friends that have also done incredibly similar things um and and that's why i was like okay i guess i'll i'll give it a break and, and give it a watch and now um <laughs> i fucking reference it all the time <laughs> and it's bad because it's it's not i mean like my verdict is 
I was right. It's not an amazing show, but I get why people are, were into that show okay. and are and are into that show because okay. the characters are just so fucking lovable. Okay. And you just like you like you love Joey and Chandler and and Ross and Rachel and. Mark. I've heard unpopular opinions about Ross. I heard Ross is a little asshole. Oh, you mean like the David Schwimmer actor or? No, Ross in general. On the show. Yeah. Like, oh I yeah, think no. It's Ross he... that's like the fuck boy, like the nice fuck boy. No, the Ross is like the 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 nerd who like okay. didn't get the girl. You're probably thinking of. Um... Although you're I... you're right. Oh. Ross is like a complete dickhead in the show. <laughs> uh, in terms of like, of like he's just entitled all the time and just like, shut the fuck up, Ross. Um, now we're talking about imaginary people. He's so lovable at this point. Um, but no, he's lovable because he's like, he's like, he's like, um, droopy dog, just like, oh, poor me, like type. I can't do that voice. I, I tried. That was my attempt. That was my attempt. Anyway. No, I... Yeah, I don't think I would ever get involved with Friends. I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, there's been a it's just of sh- nine seasons, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I don't even know how long. It is. There was a show that I told myself I have to finish. Malcolm in the Middle. It was no. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was Arrested Development. That's a great show. I didn't ever watch the Netflix part of it. Really? I watched the entire actual TV run of it, but mm-hmm. I never watched the next Netflix stuff on it. Um, and the creator's uh, a hoot. I've heard him on Harmontown half a dozen times, and he's hysterical. Mm-hmm. Mitch something. I can't tell you, actually. I want to say, <laughs> say Hedberg, but that's not right. Hedberg is the comedian. Oh, well. That's <laughs> All right, well, since we're kind of getting towards the end... Life is unfair. You know when people, like, when they're about to leave, they, like, shake their keys, and like, it's time for the yeah. show. Yeah. Like... Example. Do you want to play you out? Time to leave. No, I'm just kidding. No, I actually need to do a couple more things for you. So, I know. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just stringing this along. (laughs) Um, So, any future shows? Uh, Future shows. Or any future exhibits or anything like that? Nothing public lately. Um, A little... Nope, nothing. Nothing crazy lately. Um... Just uh, working on my own stuff. School starts next week, so oh. back to that old rhinestone. Yeah, good luck. This is where I plug myself. Yes, and this is where you plug yourself. Um, my name is Jonathan Weiser. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, seven hundred feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in a Victorian. I live in, there. It is. <laughs> no. Um, uh, my screen name for everything is Johnny is good spelled J O double N Y is G O O D E with an E at the end. Um, it's like Johnny B good, but with the B replaced with an is, and the Chuck Berry spelling is good has an E at the end. So oh. that's my screen name for everything. Um, it's also my the tag on my website, which is a WordPress. It's Johnny is good. Um, I do everything. I'm also available for hire and commissions and stuff like that. I'll do portraits or landscapes or whatever you want, um, and whatever medium you want, except for oils because they scare me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is Don't Cast and Drive. Uh, I'm your speaker person, Veronica Tyler Christie, sometimes V. And I bid you all a good night since it's now 11.13 p.m. It's 11.13 p.m. in the p.m. And it's the end of the show. It's time to turn up the recorder. 
Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Shut that up. <laughs> <laughs>